Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Time for another all-new episode of Flyers Daily. This is a frustrating one, and I brought some help in to help us all cope. Give it a listen. Welcome into episode number 11 of Flyers Daily as the Flyers go down against the New Jersey Devils. And I needed help on this one, so I brought in the man. I bring in Bill Meltzer to make sense of a a, a very frustrating loss, Bill. 5-0 against the Devils, considering the upcoming opponents, the tightness of the standings here in the Eastern Conference. In, In a sentence, or in a paragraph, in a novel, can you make sense of this one? Unfortunately, you know, you, you can. Um, if you look at what happened in the game against Montreal, um, this one tonight, some, some other games where the uh, Flyers have been in trap game scenarios, like one in Ottawa earlier this year, what's been the common thread in those compared to the games that they've won against top teams? To me, it comes down to really to two things. You know, um, one piece of it is competing for every inch of space on the ice, um, you know, bearing down on the forecheck or the back check, breaking out of the zone cleanly, repeatedly. Um, and, and the Flyers have shot themselves in the foot a lot of times in those games where they, they dig themselves a hole. Uh, on the first shift tonight, the Flyers did not come out ready to play. Um, you, you could see it, you know, the puck gets dumped into the corner and, and uh, Phil Myers goes back very casually on the retrieval there, yeah, uh, you know, and gets beaten to the puck. And meanwhile, everybody else, Giroux and other guys in the ice are puck watching. Guy gets open in front of the net. It's in your net. Yeah, he gets left alone. Right. That, that, that cannot happen. And, and you've seen when they've played better teams this year, they've really bared down in terms of, uh, you know, in, in making sure everybody has a man covered, uh, on showing some urgency and, and getting back on pucks, and then taking care of the puck. I mean, how many times in, in this game against the Devils – with Flyers guilty of unforced turnovers in the offensive zone, and it goes back the other way, or between the blue lines. Yeah, you know, so you can look at the shot disparity in in, in this game, and I think in the second period it, it was, you know, it reflected the way the game was played. In the third, you're chasing the game, and you give up another early one, and, and you're putting pucks in there from every angle, and you know, you give up three more transition chances, they all end up in the net. So really, who cares what the shot totals are at that point? Because, yeah, it's meaningless. Yeah, meaningless at that point. Yeah, and I mean, you look at this, you know, and you can sit there and. And on a rational mind, maybe tomorrow, you can think this way. I'm just going to bring it out now, though. Uh, You can go, well, these are the ebbs and flows of an 82-game season. Sometimes you go to work and nothing works for you. You know, pucks are in feet and and this is, you know, passes aren't crisp. Uh, The attention to detail is not there. But how can that happen when you're in the situation that they are? Unfortunately, this has been a trait that's gone beyond this, this season. And these are opportunities that are ultimately lost. Sure. And, and in, in a, as tight as the division is, mm-hmm. you know, where it's a, you know, two points or, or three points of separating um, potentially being in an automatic playoff spot versus below the cutoff. Yeah. You, you can't let these kind of games get away like this from you. And particularly when the Flyers are in a situation where they don't have the tiebreaker edge, you're going to need an additional point. Yeah. You know, you, you look back at the end of the year, and if you end up in a, in a tie, losing by tiebreaker or losing up by a point, you, these are the games you look back at where you didn't come ready to play. And, um, you know, I mean, listen, they, in this game, they played into a little bit of tough luck in the second period. 
couple posts. Yeah, yeah. the couple posts. Uh, Voracek, if he gets that same chance, 90, 99 times out of 100 will end up in the net. Just a little tap-in, really. Yeah. You know, but uh, you, but you can't say it's a bad luck thing. I mean, it's really just bearing down and, and coming ready to play. And as you said, it, it's not just this season. Um, Flyers have had other years, even a couple years ago, last time they made the playoffs, where they made life hard on themselves because they didn't beat the teams they were supposed to beat. Yeah. And, I mean, and you've seen it yourself, Jason, that, that uh, you know, you put yourself in a situation where you always have to beat the top teams. You know, I, I mean, there's no breathing room anyway, mm-hmm. but now the Flyers are in a situation where they have to go into Washington, which is a different ballgame than beating Washington here. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be a, a real tough game to win on Saturday. Not saying they can't, but I'm just yeah. saying it's a tough scenario. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing about this team maybe that is frustrating more to fans is that they come home from that road trip and, and a back-to-back after a long, difficult trip, right. and you beat Washington home. That's traditionally a very tough spot for a team. But they come home, and somehow they win that game. Then they go to St. Louis. They come back from the 5-2 game against the Bruins and win when Barb Marchand whiffs on the, on the shootout attempt. They beat St. Louis on the road. They come back. They go to. They beat Pittsburgh three nothing. Then they force an overtime there. They beat Colorado with Alex Lyon in there. Right. And then you have this game. Now, now you can't say they play down to all the bad teams because they went into Detroit on Monday and kicked the crap out of them. Right. Three to nothing. But here tonight, they got it handed to them by a Devils team that, let's face it, that this team is the second worst team in the Eastern Conference. Um, they're playing out the string. And the Flyers are in a situation with this upcoming schedule. This kind of thing can't happen. How does the team regroup after this and move forward? And Because at this point, you got to move into a situation. I went through Carolina's schedule earlier. They're on a tough three-game road trip in Arizona. they got to see Colorado. they got to see Dallas, Nashville and Dallas. You look at the, the upcoming schedule for the Islanders. It's brutal. Uh, but you look at the situation right now. How do the Flyers make sure that they don't start a downward trend with Washington, Florida twice, the Islanders coming up, also Tampa Bay, and then a home-and-home home with Columbus. This is a cr- critical stretch for the team. Yeah. and They have, can't stretch forward. No, they, it, it can. I mean, if you lose two, three games in a row, it's a small losing streak, but that that's the difference between climbing back yeah. uphill again you know, versus versus staying in a playoff spot and, bow, and battling for an automatic playoff spot. And, you know, that, that'll be huge down the stretch, too, those points. I mean, the way they approach it, uh, they're going to, you know, they'll look at video. I mean, there'll be plenty of video on I tonight. I would burn this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I go home and you forget it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you go home and you forget it. But uh, by the same token, I mean, there, there are, you know, there are moments on there where, you know, uh, I mean, that, that opening shift of the game being be an example. I mean, there's, uh, you know, for a young defenseman like, like Myers, there's some learning opportunities there. Yeah. You, you don't, again, you don't go back casually on a retrieval. And, yeah. You know, I, it's, it's those uh, little yeah. details that add up to right, huge things. Right. They're, they're going to have to have, you know, I mean, hopefully a good practice tomorrow. And then, then you put it aside immediately because you're, you're in Washington. So you have to, you know, have to be ready to ready to play the next one. I mean, really, that's what they've been able to do yep. for the most part this year. They've had some some bad losses, like the, the one in Montreal was, was a game that, um, you know, nobody was happy with afterwards. Mm-hmm. And not just because they lost, just because they didn't play very well. And then, then they bounced back and they, you know, played strong games after that. They're going to have to you know, have to do that again. You, you saw early in the Devil game that the Flyers were fighting it. But against a team like the Devils, you still have an opportunity to jump back in it. But let, let me ask you about a couple individual players. Claude Giroux is obviously struggling right now to put points on the board. He's had opportunities in particular the last couple of games, but has not been able to bury those opportunities. What are you seeing with his game and why he hasn't ended up on the score sheet in a more pronounced way? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think his own scoring chances are, are down a little bit. 
Um, honestly, on the setup side, he's still setting up chances. Um, they're just not getting finished. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the Flyers need Giroud to be a difference maker. You know, if you if you have a situation where you you need a goal, you need a play to be made. Um, they have they have other guys in the team now. The the Couturier's and, and Hayes has stepped up big at times Konechny. as well too. Yeah, Konechny, you know, and, and and various players are. But still, Giroud is still supposed to be the guy who sets a tone and, and makes a difference on the team. Um, and I, you know, I mean, offensively, and and he's not setting that tone right now. That that's something heading down the stretch. You know that that's absolutely going to be a, a crucial thing because could be a huge shot in the arm if he was able to get it going. Uh, absolutely, until he does, though, we yeah. can't assume it. No, no, and, and it's not you know it's not just a little hiccup either. It's gone on for a while here. Yeah, I mean, 12, that's, 13 yeah, games now. That, that that's something where uh, you know you can you can work around it to to an extent, but you're gonna have you're gonna have games where you're struggling to get on the board, and someone has to be the one to you know uh, put the puck in the net or, or set one up. And uh, yeah, take you know, over at yeah, a period take, take of time. Take over, take over for just a, sometimes just a stretch of a couple of shifts. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I, it's uh, and sometimes it has to start from the defensive zone and creating a transitional rush. Um, Giroud doesn't see. I mean, he hasn't said he hasn't has had any kind of physical problems or whatever. To me, yeah. it doesn't seem like he's skating very well. Yeah, he doesn't get any separation, and yeah. that, that's usually what you can. You There's can a little lack of him. burst right now. For yeah, him. for sure. And and in this game, I you know I, I, he's forcing some things on occasion. Uh, tonight, I saw him pull up over the blue line, and and he tried to force a pass through three bodies. Yeah. And, you know, there will be... That's when you're pressing. Yeah, exactly. That's where you can and, tell. And to your point, too, about the skating, it looks like a lot of times in the neutral zone, he's almost looking behind him waiting for that back pressure because he yeah. noticed he doesn't have the burst. Uh, whether that's dealing with an injury or, you know, you get, to, you get older, you lose a little burst, too. So you got to figure out how to play without that or if that's the case going forward. Uh, Shane Gossesbear came back in the lineup tonight. It wasn't obviously a banner night for him either. It wasn't a banner night for anybody wearing an orange and black jersey. What did you see out of his game and his return? Yeah, I, I thought that uh, Ghost kind of looked like the rest of the team tonight. Um, you know, the, the last Ghost. goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, last goal aside, I mean, I, I thought before the injury, it looked like he was starting to put some things together. You were hoping maybe he's turning a corner here. Uh, you know, you, you cut him a bit of slack because he missed really just short of a month as a turn. I think, what, eight games, something yeah. like that. So, you know, you hit the reset button and, and you try to get going again. Um, tonight was not a great night for him, but it wasn't wasn't a good night for the team either. So it's a little hard to judge Ghost off of one performance. It's hard to judge anybody individually yeah. in this game when you, you can – like somebody tweeted me and said, uh, boy, the first line was terrible tonight. And, I, and my response was, well, I, I'm not singling out anybody in particular. I'm singling out all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, it's inexcusable to lose this game. The first line was awful. And I said, first line, the entire team played poorly. Yeah. This is tonight to me was a total team failure. I don't need to point out certain lines when I thought that stem to stern, they weren't good enough tonight and they weren't ready to play and it lacked in the details. And that's why they lost the game and got behind it. Completely agree, Jason. I mean, it, some nights you have, uh, okay, we know we're going to roll out, say, the Couturier line or the Hayes line on a given night. Yeah. And every time they're out there, they're creating something, and they, they have the puck constantly, and, you know, the, the other team is chasing or, or they're looks like they're going to take a penalty or whatever, force to ice the puck. You had that sporadically tonight. Yeah. Um, but there was never one line, any, any consistent drive. I mean, honestly, that's why A.V. shuffled up lines while he moved 
Bonneman up to the third line, left wing. Yeah, just, see if you could find something. See if you find something. Yeah. It was just one of those nights. Um, going forward, uh, coming up, does, does Go stay in the lineup coming up on Saturday? You don't really. You thought this was a good opportunity against the Devils, an inferior opponent, to work a guy back in. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't work out tonight. Not all his fault. Obviously, it was a team failure. Uh, but what do you do Saturday? Does Hag come back in the lineup? Do you move forward with him, and do you put Ghost back in the press box? How do you reintegrate a guy when every point right now you don't really have time for a guy to get reassimilated? Well, I, I think that uh, Hag will come back in the lineup. Um, Maybe Phil comes out. Phil, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, Phil particularly had a tough game tonight, but he didn't, he'd been on a run of pretty good games, yeah. actually. It's kind of hard to, to pull somebody off of one bad game, but uh, if they're going to sit one guy for, you know, for Ghost for Saturday, and I do think Ghost stays in, I don't think he – I don't think he'll sit that game. So uh, I would say maybe Phil comes out for okay. one game. Well, it's certainly something we'll keep an eye on. Uh, the latest on Carter Hart, will he be back in the lineup Saturday or, uh, or certainly early next week at a back-to-back next week they have to deal with as well? It sounds like Carter's very close. Um, Do you start him back on the road, though? It's funny. We were having a discussion about that in the press box. I personally would hold him till Monday. I would come back with Elliott, mm-hmm. sh- try to shake this one off. Yeah, and he's a veteran. Yeah, and, and he's – you know, Hart has been so good at home this season. And Elliot's been so good on the road. Yeah, so I, I, I would just stick with that. Get, yeah, maybe get, let him back up. Yeah, back up on Saturday and, and start on Monday. Get back into his routine, right. the game day routine, and then start him on Monday back here at the Wells Fargo Center. Well, I, I know the fan base is uh, very angry tonight after the, the Devils loss, and I get it. But just do remember this, and I saw Charlie O'Connor tweet this out. The team is still on pace for 99 points. Right. The world did not end. The sun will come up. Uh, and there will be more opportunities. There are huge hiccups. Even though it was a tremendous failure in that game, it doesn't mean that the team is done and dead and buried based on one 5 nothing loss to the New Jersey Devils. So trying to put a little positivity into people's day for Flyers Daily, Bill. Did it work? That's up to them. <laughs> I was going to say, and that could change in a hurry too, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody, thanks for listening to Flyers Daily. We'll check you out tomorrow with another episode, and the Flyers get set to take on the Washington Caps. Enjoy your hockey, everyone. You ever heard the story of Mr. Faded Glory? Say he who rides the phone and must Talking to my older Life is what you make it And if you make it death Well, rest your soul Really matter I just can't stand to see you drag